and welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. Jeremy, we are doing episode 164. Ooh. 164. There you go. And it is our Thanksgiving Day episode. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. This week, we are all excited. So we're going to do the Thanksgiving classic, Rocky II. Rocky Two. Rocky Two. This is a Thanksgiving movie. Well, sort of, but not <laughs> yeah. really. There aren't that many Thanksgiving movies who that have sequels. A, there's not a lot of Thanksgiving movies. Right. It gets bombarded by Christmas movies. Yeah. Um, and there's not that many Thanksgiving sequels, let alone movies. So we were trying to think of a sequel for to celebrate Thanksgiving, and Rocky Two came to my mind because I knew. That um, the match at the end was on Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, so it's Thanksgiving Day when they do the rematch between Apollo and Rocky. Well, and, and Rocky and, too. Yeah, and so we we love Thanksgiving as it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, but let alone put Rocky in it, then we really like Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, years ago, I remember we were looking mm-hmm. up a list of movies, mm-hmm. and they were like Rocky and Rocky Two, mm-hmm. and we went. Wait, Are those what? really Thanksgiving movies? And so, like, we were just like, it's really confusing. Yeah. But we, so, <laughs> we kept trying to figure mm-hmm. it out. Well, they have a Thanksgiving yeah. meal in Rocky, in Rocky, the first, the first, the first, first ones, Rocky. Which, but yeah, it also, like, covers an entire year or whatever. It's so, like, you get mm-hmm. a, you get Thanksgiving just by virtue of it covering a long period of yeah. time. This is more they mention, hey, the fight's going to be on Thanksgiving. The, yeah, the fight will be on Thanksgiving. You know, which so it makes it even less Thanksgiving because nobody has Thanksgiving meal during any of it. Not really. Yeah. And there's tons of people at this match. Yes. You know, I just I, I don't know. I just figured they would. I mean, we're talking 1970s, right? Well, yeah. So the the movie you know. takes place during 1977. Yeah. And it was filmed in 1979. It's about a so. year after the first movie. Yeah. It's so the, this movie starts where the first movie ends yes yeah and covers like the course of almost a year yeah do we have a plot synopsis uh yes kind of um what do you mean kind of kind of uh give me a plot synopsis i really want the plot synopsis over there you know give me jamie rocky struggles in in his family life after his bout with apollo creed uh that's right (laughs) Uh, he has a lovely wife, Adrian. Adrian uh, had a successful fight with Apollo Creed. I did, I did, and is uh, able to enjoy the money he earned from the fight and a new endorsement. Yeah, because Jackie with the tiger running, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. However, Rocky is unable to find continuing employment. Right. While the embarrassed champ uh, insists, or uh, sorry, uh, he believes that he will no longer have a career as a boxer. Uh, meanwhile, Apollo Creed wants a rematch with Rocky to prove all his critics wrong that he can beat the Italian Stallion. <laughs> can Rocky once again have a successful fight? Who knows? Find out in Rocky 2. Rocky 2. Taglines for Rocky 2 include Rocky shows he's a champ and wins. Spoiler alert. Uh, this time he's fighting not for glory, not for money, but for love. Once again, the Italian Stallion proves he's got what it takes. A lot. Another, another uh, once he fought for a dream, now he's fighting for love. Did he not fight for love last time? I thought, I you mean, know, kind of, I, I guess. 
I mean, both. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that's any different in this one yeah. either. How about this one? He was one punch away from the heavyweight championship of the world. Now he's one heartbeat away from losing the woman he loves. Kind of overdramatic. Uh, these are really weird. Yeah, these are really weird taglines. These are really weird taglines. Here's another one. The Italian Stallion is back. Well, that one's fair. Yes. That... Yeah. Or here's another tagline. This is my favorite. The story continues, dot, dot, dot. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean technically <laughs> I mean, that, that is really correct. Tells you, that tells you everything. That is technically correct. That's a teaser. Oh, really? Oh, good. Thank good. What God. about the turtles? Are they still there? Cuff and Link? <laughs> Yes, they are. And they those are, are. Those are his. Those are his actual turtles. You read that those are yeah. Sylvester Stallone's actual turtles. Yeah, they show yeah. up in Creed Two all the way through Creed Two. All the way through Creed Two, and um, he's actually owned them for over fifty years. That's crazy. For around fifty years, those turtles. It's crazy. Like we said before, this movie stars Sylvester Stallone. Our listeners might know him from Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. <laughs> what? Just so everybody's clear of, <laughs> of who he is. Talia Shire, Wait. she shows back up as Adrian. Uh, so she reprises her role. Um, I don't think she's in it as much as she should be. I think they don't use her enough. But she was filming another movie uh, later on, so they couldn't use her as much. Right? Yes. Uh, Burt Young shows up as Polly back again. Uh, this time a little skinnier than uh, what uh, he was in the first movie. Yes. Um, and Carl Weathers shows up as Apollo Creed. Burgess Meredith as Mickey. And Tony Burton as Apollo Reed's trainer. Those are the cast rounding out, including the dog, Buckus, played by, I don't know, Buckus, I'm going to assume. Is that his real dog? He brought his real turtles in. Is that his real yep. dog? Uh, yes, it is. Buckus Stallone. Mm, Buckus Stallone is in this movie as well. So there you go. Is Frank in this movie? Yes. He is? Where is he? He, he plays he's, a singer is he, during Is he something. the singer bum guy? Yeah. Who's he, singing? Yeah, he's one of the bums singing. Yeah. They're, not a bum, they're not bums. They're just... They're just... Yeah. They're just singers without a recording contract. Who, yeah, they're just Who guys. like to hang out at a trash can. Yeah. Just drinking. In, in the corner the, of the street. Well, it's like no different than like people hanging out on the... Did she not know them? Because I remember the first movie they were there, right? Did she not know that they were there before? I thought she did. But she was like, who are they? And I swear she knew them from before. Well, she's been to his place. Yeah, I know. So I don't know. Maybe she just didn't know them so personally. This movie includes the wedding of Adrian and Rocky. So they do get married. And the birth of their first son, Rocky Balboa Jr. Yeah, Robert. Bobby, 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 baby. It's it's uh that's what Rocky is short right. for Robert. So right. Rocky's real name is Robert, right? And it's Robert Junior. Mm-hmm. Uh, played by the actual Sergio Stallone. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, right. he right. just cannot like. You got your brother. You got everyone. You in got it. your turtles, your dog, and your your. Hey, fur, we're trying your, to save money. Your baby with his luxurious head full of hair. That that's also his jacket. With the tiger. I would believe it. I would believe it too. Yeah. So there's a scene in the movie where he's all like, Hey, Adrian, I bought this car. Look, let's let's get this jackets, these jackets. And it's a tiger on the back of the jacket. And it's like a fur coat. And she's like, Rocky, we don't need those things. And he's like, no, well, let's get them. But let's talk about that too. Like, yeah, no, no, no. No, I let's mean, talk this about is, it. So he lost against Creed. 
Right, but it depends on what you mean by lost because he right. went he went he went the distance with him. Yes. So technically he won that, but he did not win the match. Right. It was he 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 lost like but the he, technical aspect of he like He beat he beat Apollo Creed's pride. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so that hurt him. That well, hurt Apollo. Well, and he was a hero for just right. for just you know going going the distance. The distance. Yeah. And going for speed. Yeah. You know, he's all alone. Oh, you were going that way? All alone in a time of need. I was going uh, Disney's Hercules. Oh, okay. Sure. I can go the distance. I just wanted some cake. <laughs> well, there's some in the kitchen. Anyway, go ahead. Um, but so... there's the, 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 the abundance of, like, where he wants to, like, this newfound fame that he has. Yeah. From going the distance, right? Yes. And going for speed. Yes. <laughs> and that he wants to, he wants to sell, he wants to, you know, he's a man. Yeah. So he wants well, to, you he, know. He's still got money right. for making it 15 rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has endorsements coming in, or that are supposed to come in. Um, so he's got he, He's going to be a commercial, like commercial. Yeah, but he's got this windfall coming in, which right. is more than he's ever had. Um, yeah. But the... Uh, in the meantime, he and Apollo both end up going to the hospital mm-hmm. because they've beat the ever-loving hell out of each other. Right. The 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 pretty much the cold open is the the end of the first movie. Yes. Yeah. Which is and then it goes to them where he's like, I don't want to rematch, and then he's in the hospital and he's like, We're gonna fight again. Well, and it's interesting because he told him he's like, just so you know, there's no rematches because right. he figured that. He was going to go down real fast right. and then, like, don't come crawling back thinking you're going to get another chance. Right. Like, that's it. But when he bruised his pride, mm-hmm. then he was demanding a rematch. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, in the hospital and wanting to fight him right mm-hmm. there. And I do love Rocky's character where, like, part of it is, like, you know, they. it's interesting because they he's this character who is, um, I don't, so he's not very... Like they don't. He's not the smartest person. Yeah, he's not very intellectual or anything like that. But he's got such a heart. Yeah, but he's also got this this weird like Zen kind of thing about him, where he might worry about things and he might stress about them, but he goes out and does stuff, and like he's just like, hey, I gotta get this done. Mm -hmm. I gotta do whatever. And so like, here's Apollo freaking out, and he's not like he's just like, is he serious? Is he okay? Mm -hmm. Like he's just like, dude, we're in the hospital. Like calm Mm -hmm. down. But it's he's got this very Zen quality about it. And yeah, but I think he loses that Zen just a little bit because he needs to know that Apollo gave him his best. Yeah, right. And so he he he's bruised a little bit of his ego because he wants to make sure that he didn't take it take it easy on him. Well, yeah, because right. So there's that wonderful scene in the hospital where he opens up his his door and says, "Hey, Apollo, did you you know did you?" did you take it easy on me? And he's like, no, yeah, you know? And so I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. But I also thought it was good that Apollo admitted that. Yeah. No, me too. Cause he could have been like, whatever. Yeah. But I think that was kind of the, and I honestly think Apollo would have left it alone as well, except for the fact that Apollo started getting hate mail (laughs) and people were like, you you know, people were accusing him of throwing it. 
Is that kind of like it, it literally people... sounded like he was getting telegrams that sounded right. like they were like they were YouTube. Comments. Yeah, like comments. Yeah, like comments on your Instagram or YouTube. Yeah, I mean, they're like, you're, just you're like, an idiot. Why people would you were this? like, yeah, you know, you're a disgrace to you know this and this. Yeah, you're, you it's know, so I funny. Mean, yeah, and so he was so furious about that. But I honestly think that he would have settled down and left it alone had it not been for that. Probably, but we have to push the story. Yes, through. And this movie was also, we want to say, directed and written by uh, Stallone himself. Yes. So you might remember Sylvester Stallone from Copland. I don't know if you, uh, if our audience remembers Copland. Where he put on, now he put on a bunch of weight for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you might know him from Oscar. Ooh, I don't know if you know right. Sylvester Stallone, Jeremy. I do. He's I a Deuce him. alumni. I do him he from... directed... Uh, staying alive. Yep. <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, no, I mean, there's aspects of this movie. Look, it's very once there is kind of like that downfall of a Rocky where he has to then become working class again and, and kind of start anew where it almost becomes a carbon copy of the first movie. It does. Yeah. In a way. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Where like basically this movie Tries to take the first movie and then goes, hey, what didn't we like about the first movie? Oh, yeah, he lost. So let's have him win. I mean, so there is that aspect of this movie that kind of happens through, like, like let's say there's not a Rocky 3 or Rocky 4 or even the Korean movies. If this is the second movie and it's the end of the series, that's not a good way to go out on. Just a carbon copy of it. Yes. But because there's more movies to come down the pipeline, this is actually kind of an okay movie for me. Yes. It's, but it's not very memorable. Do you know what I mean? It's almost just stuck in the middle. Yes. And, and I think it kind of is frustrating with that. Because I, th- I think it's a fine, like, this is my favorite Stallone character. Yeah. By far. Yeah. You know, over Rambo, all over all that. Right. Um, not not even Oscar. <laughs> no, but do you know do you know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for um, what's coming later down the pipeline of the film series, you're telling me you do not like him as Angelo Snaps Provolone from Oscar. I love him as Snaps Provolone, which is also my favorite uh, sandwich, which is just a snap piece uh, with provolone cheese. Not even I'll as- take a snap provolone sandwich. I mean, provolone. What? <laughs> I mean, Snaps yeah. Snaps provolone sounds like a drag queen that should never, you know. Anyway. Snaps provolone. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage Snaps provolone. I mean, he's no Lincoln Hawk from Over the Top. <laughs> but. Uh, but, but speaking of Over the Top, Over the Top is Over the Top. It is has those cheesy moments. And this movie is kind of more cheesy than the first movie, right? Or even anything else inside the Rocky. But there's also like this aspect where once this movie ends, this is the last kind of like young Rocky, right? We're now going into adult Rocky later on that this is kind of like our last kind of glimpse of him 
before all that all what's coming later on through training apollo's son through training apollo himself yes where like this is that kind of like bridge yeah in between all that but i guess like what just is kind of what misses the mark just a little bit for me is that the this just feels like the first movie yeah it does you know what i mean there's nothing really besides the adrian parts of like them getting married but even that like we're missing uh, like i think this movie suffers because we don't have enough adrian and rocky yeah you know I, what I mean? honestly i would even argue we don't have enough apollo i uh we don't have enough of apollo apollo or polly too as well i don't need polly uh, well i do too but i mean polly comes in the picture because of adrian right i think so right um yeah, like it's a, a package of, deal. Yeah, the the first Rocky. I mean, there's a lot of establishing of his character and like who he is, and like there's enough of Burgess Meredith in this movie. Yeah, there's yeah. plenty of him, and but rightfully so. Like right. we we he should be in it plenty. So, but no, there's like um, I find like the uh, like what you're saying. The issue I have here is like normally when you have the second movie, you're like, if you've gone, you know, from point A to point B, you've gone, you know, a mile from point A to point B, your next story can't just be sitting still. You need to go further on the journey. So from right. point B to point right. C. But they knocked them down. But we don't do through. that. We go like, we go to like B and a quarter. Like <laughs> we, we barely inch ahead. And then we go back through him yeah. losing all those commercials and yeah. then going... Yeah, it was you just know? like, there was, rather than building on like, okay, here's what he's having to go through, or here's some of the struggles or like problems, we do a lot of like cutaway montages of mm-hmm. him like, um, so he he's supposed to have all these endorsement deals, but he biffs it because he doesn't read so well, and the directors and whatever are fucking cruel, mm-hmm. let's just call it what it is, like... He was doing fine when he was memorizing stuff, but like if he has to read it, it's just a little slower. Also, kudos for Stallone for having a character like that. Yes, to have that like where it, it is someone who's dyslexic, probably in a way, yeah, yeah. and not really because I don't even think that we were talking about that a lot back in the day. No, so like he is putting that in the movie. Yeah, he is being inclusive in that aspect, yeah. which is amazing. In my opinion. But. And and they talk about, like, he, he dropped out of school, like, mm-hmm. after the ninth grade and these other things um, so that he could work. And um, talking about how difficult it was for him to find a job. And, like, it was really kind of talking about the disparity between, like, um, even then he wanted an office job so that he wasn't always going to be hurting or whatever. And they pooped on him about that saying he didn't have experience or he didn't have like a college education for that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he, he was more than willing to do the work, you know, but he, but they didn't allow that. So then he had to, you know, kind of beg and, and talk to people to get in to work like physical labor. Mm-hmm. Um, we showed a lot of that. Um, but then he worked there and then they let him go just because they had to make cuts. And, uh, you know, they had to, uh, then he was, you know, doing janitorial stuff at, at mixed gym. And so like, it, 
you know, they put him through the ringer with a lot of that. But it also does show, like, some of the disparity of, like, here's a person who's willing to work and willing to do these mm-hmm. things and would do anything if you had him do it in that mm-hmm. office. You guarantee you he would. Yeah. But they look down their nose at him. Mm. And, like, some of them are more polite about it. But, like, you know, it's just they treated him like crap because of it. And it does. It shows a lot of the kind of economic disparities. He's not right. going to be able to get out and stay out from where. But but now that brings Adrian back to the the the, the pet store. Yes. Uh, brings him back to. I mean, it just brings him. I don't know. It just it goes back in the story, and not necessarily forward into it. But I get what they're trying to do. I, I get like there's an aspect of like they want him to kind of. Uh, with, uh, what I found found interesting was they wanted him to not be a southpaw and work his right hand and then, you know, come back with a surprise during the final match. Yeah. And that's how he kind of wins. I kind of like that aspect, but in order to get there, we have to, like, knock him down instead of building him up. Yeah, we have to break him, him down up. and build him back up. Yeah, and I'm like, why do we have to knock him down so much Yeah, to, like, build him up? I think that, like, he earned that enough in the first movie that we can't just, you know what I mean? Well, it would have been, to me, it would have been one thing if they would have said, well, we know that you can do this thing here, but he took like six months off and did nothing Mm -hmm. because he thought he was going to have endorsements or thought he could work through it. You know, him just spending money. And he, and even like, uh, Adrian tries talking him out of it a little bit at first, Mm -hmm. but you see that like, even she's starting to enjoy it. He's, you know, buying all these lavish things. They get a house which from the exterior looks like the same as his <laughs> That's apartment. That's what you said, but I didn't. It's like, I swear to God, yeah. it's the same exact building, but just inside looks better. <laughs> um, Cleaned it up. But yeah, like they, no. they get a house. Um, you know, they yeah. are you now He doesn't expecting... feel like there's something missing. Like there's just nothing. He doesn't want to train as much like when he's all like, well, I'm going to fight him. Yeah. So, you know... Um, He's training him, and he's just Rocky just doesn't want to do it. Yeah, there's something missing. Then all of a sudden, uh, Adrian collapses because she's pregnant. Yeah, she gives birth, but then goes into a coma. Okay. Yeah. And then through the I guess it's just because we're it's a movie, you know, like we have to have that. But then she wakes up, and then she says something. You know, here, have you seen our child yet? Which he still hasn't. Yeah, he hadn't seen it. I don't even know how long she was in a coma. But... I don't even know. But then she goes, this is my favorite scene. This is what I mean by cheesiness. Where She goes, come here, Rocky. And she goes, I have something to tell you. Win. And then Bridges Meredith goes, hot damn, let's go! <laughs> like, in the hospital. And I'm like, she just got out of a coma. <laughs> they just brought also, the baby in, and you're like, yeah, let's train! Also, perfectly fine after coming out of a coma. <laughs> Nothing ever happens when Nothing. you come out of a coma. You just Nothing. literally are sleeping like you're taking a nap. Nothing. She's walking fine. Everything's just perfect. Yeah. Um, Doesn't need any assistance no, right. at all. Get the jump rope, Rocky. We're going. Yeah. Well, and the the thing. Get the chicken. Even then, it's like the motivation to me is weird. Um, Because I would have gotten it if they were. There's one point where he gets let go from the uh, the meatpacking job. Mm -hmm. And he immediately sells his car to Polly because he's got to get money. I don't know what he sold it for. Did he sell it for a rubber ball? 
because he was just that's all he had when he left. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> like it was like snow cone. You can write him a check. What you, snow like cones. what money did you? Yeah, a bunch of snow cones. <laughs> yeah, uh, like yeah, like a Snoopy snow cone machine. Oh. No, no, no. That would be very much worth it. Yeah, that actually would. It's be One of the Snoopy it. snow cones machine <laughs> thingies. Oh, amazing. <laughs> but I think but, I'm gonna buy him a. If I win, uh, get money. You're gonna buy him a snow cone machine. Yeah, do it. Like you, <laughs> but whatever. okay, so. The, to me, the motivations are weird because he sells that. So he's already, he's just trying to make it day by day at this point. And he's in the basement. He is uh, struggling. He's hitting the bag. And like Adrian comes down and she's just like, hey, what's going on? He explains it to her. Like, I lost my job, but we're, we're going to get through it. And she goes, well, I can pick up some shifts down at the pet store. Yeah, pets are us. Whatever yeah. the hell it is. Yeah. I, like, I can pick up some. Uh, some shifts there to help bring some money in in the meantime and he's like but i'm supposed to provide for you like yeah. he's he feels very emasculate like emasculate but he feels like he let her down yeah it's more of a let down thing yeah and so he's just like oh and so he's like okay then i need to to fight so that's he goes to mick and like sees if he can just help at the gym mm. and they he says he asks if he can fight and we learned too that he's actually got damage to one of his eyes. Like his mm. his range of motion is messed up uh, from the previous fight. And so Mick tells him no, but I bring you on here to help. Or like Rocky asked him if he can help, and he said, "Yeah, you can help around here." Um, but like the motivation is weird because, like sometimes he's because he needs to help his family and he's got a kid on the way. Like sometimes it's out of necessity mm. because of that. And sometimes it's because Apollo is like goading him, right? And he's just like, "Ooh, I'm not gonna let him talk to, talk right. up like that." And I'm just like, "So is it pride or is it?" Yeah, I think necessity? it's I think his masculinity is more like uh, like uh, brought down when Apollo makes fun of him than when he loses his job and can't provide for his wife. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it just seems like that's when things are more in line of, and he does it on purpose because he wants to fight him. Right, you know what I mean. There's um, like I really did enjoy the scenes. I'm not. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy this movie. Uh, the uh, um, the um, the the uh, what a press conference scene. Yes, when they're talking, great scene. And uh, like Apollo's like very serious. Yeah, and he's like, I'm, I'm gonna buy him a snow cone machine, <laughs> and he's just laughing the whole time. Yeah, but he's not doing it like out of disrespect. He's no. actually respecting Apollo. Yeah, but he's just like, whatever, it's fine. It's how life is. It's kind of like life is like throwing this guy around so many times. Yeah, but yet he still has something that we all could use, which is just this humanity about him that right, like, like right. bring that's one of the reasons why I think Rocky just appeals to like so many people over so many years is that aspect of, of it that Stallone brings to the character that is nothing like, yeah, I don't think Rambo is like a thing that like is, is something that I gravitate towards, but like yeah, this, no. which is more rooted in kind of the humanity aspect of it. Very much so. I would, I would completely agree with that. And I think that like you're you're dead on with that press conference. Apollo <laughs> is is about the show. Like he knows the yeah. game of it. He knows whatever. And uh, when they're asking, "What do you think about that?" or "How do you how do you think mm. about what he's saying?" He's like, "Well, I think he's pretty. He sounds pretty upset. Like he's genuinely answering them. Or like they ask him a question, he just answers honestly. Mm-hmm. 
well, you know, what are you going to do when you if you win this money? And he's like, oh, I actually had a list that I put together on my way over here. I'm going to get this. I'm going to, like, you know, pay for stuff at the house. And, mm-hmm. like, I got this and this. And uh, I thought, you know, I'd buy Mick uh, this. Or I'd, I'm going to buy Polly. I'm going to, he loves snow cones. Polly, I'm going to get you a snow cone maker. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And, like, he's just answering. There's sometimes where, about whatever. I, I turn to you and I go, I think he's just improving this movie, isn't he? Because they go to the zoo at the beginning. Yeah. This is when he, like, asks Adrian to marry. And he goes, I like coming to the zoo. It smells clean. And I'm like, yeah, I guess snow kind of does kind of yeah. have that clean smell. But the, but he goes, hey, tiger. Because they see a tiger. They're like, hey, tiger, you want to come to our wedding? She asked me to marry her. Yeah, I'm going to marry you. Go, tiger. Yeah. And, and, then, and then you go later on at the wedding, you're like, do you think he's like mad that the tiger didn't show he's up like, to the wedding? I don't know. I'm, pretty, I'm still pretty upset that tiger upset. didn't show even, up to the I wedding. Even got you, I even got a jacket with your picture on it on the back day. So, uh, yeah, but you didn't come to the wedding. He, go, he goes to the zoo. There's like a cut scene from Rocky yeah. 2. Hey, you didn't come. Hey, <laughs> he, jerk tiger. He's just he's yelling at the tiger. But that's what I mean. There's like kind of a ridiculous new to it. Yeah. Like there, it's not a Rocky movie unless there's montages. Yeah. Right. Like that's kind of one of the aspects of Rocky that you always have, like a like a montage. Yeah. And sometimes they don't hold up very well. Yeah. And, and sometimes they're just amazing. This one just is kind of ridiculous because he's running through Philadelphia. Yeah. And I think we figured out like we read, like the distance that he runs. Yeah, they, they traced like all the neighborhoods 30, and routes that he ran. Thirty miles, or yeah, something it's like, like thirty point two miles longer than longer than a marathon. Yeah, and they had eight hundred kids as extras, <laughs> Just, it's like so run weird. behind him. Yeah, like how? First of all, you got eight hundred kids. Yeah, kudos. Yeah, to you that you got uh, that. I guess. I mean, it's Philadelphia. They're not, yeah, it's Philadelphia. It's probably like, school. come out. There's like <laughs> the ice cream guy running through. They're like, yeah, yeah sure. You want to be in Rocky too? Fine. But you know what I mean? But yeah. all these kids are running with him. And he's, and, but there's a scene where it looks like they're chasing him. <laughs> you know, he looks really scared. You're like, run, run, Stallone. They're yeah. after you. The zombie children are after the you. Children. They're going to kill you. That would be the Rocky horror picture. Show. <laughs> and scene. We're uh, done. But you know what I mean? And then, <laughs> yeah. then he climbs the steps again of Philadelphia and he's like, yeah, I made it. Yeah. Um, of, uh, what, what is that? The Capitol building or something like that? I can't remember. I can't remember what building it is. Um, but they now have a statue. Sure. Yeah. Of a Rocky, but it's just ridiculous how it is. And it's ridiculous though, too. Like I get the underdogness of it, but when he goes to the match and they're like, it's the Philadelphia museum of art. That's yes. And they're like, Rocky, Rocky. And everyone's like, Rocky, Rocky. And I'm like, Hmm. First of all, most of you people would be like fast asleep from all that turkey that you I had. don't think they I think they waited they, for Rocky. They waited but for I the think, Rocky. I mean, it to me it kind of makes sense because think about it. He's like Yeah. He's like this blue collar worker who, you know, when there's a lot of people who are struggling or whatever, he really represents you know, the fast talking money people versus yeah. blue collar. He's one of Philadelphia's own. They already ran out of batteries to throw at people. And so they're, <laughs> they're ready to, you know, come watch their hero. It is Philadelphia. Ugh. <laughs> Our apologies to 
any Philadelphia people. No, who, I don't apologize. Who, yes, you make great, were able to great read cream and, cheese. Who were able That's to re- read enough of the description to watch this. Great cream cheese, sure. Whatever. What, like cheesesteaks? Yeah. Cheesesteaks and cream cheese. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's true. And Rocky. Yes. That's about it. I can't think of anything else. A Philly? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Whatever. It kind of all makes sense, go. though. There's a lot of stuff in Philly. Yeah, and you're right. There is that big blue-collar aspect of yeah. Philly. So, yeah. And it's, as much sense. as, like, we joke about that, like... Yeah. It's... it's a, But it is. It's, you know, it's a... He represents this, like, blue-collar... Mm. Uh, you know, like, he's the working man. He, he literally is a, an everyman in these movies. And, yeah. And, like... But it should transcend yeah. more than a city. Like... Yeah. He's a, he would be that kind of hero that any city that has real people who work in it yeah. would you know gravitate toward. Right. And and I like an underdog story. And yes. that might be one of the reasons why like these movies are fine to me. Yeah. And again, like th- there's some nice shots in this movie that Stallone does have. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And some nice camera movements and, 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 and whatnot. Yeah. It just feel like he was just like, well, that worked before. Um, well, let's just do this. Yeah, so we can, like, there was, there was, it didn't, it I didn't feel like take he, it far He enough. knew we were moving forward and going to Rocky three and we were going to do, yes. you know what I mean? Well, and he, I, he knew it that was going let's to just kind of redo this and kind of have like, like I'm kind of rejuvenizing or rebooting yeah. in a way the franchise well, he almost, to kind of make it more because honestly, like the first Rocky movie is kind of an art house film. Yes, it is. It very really much is. So. And this very is more so. of like a blockbuster film. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It does have that aspect to it. Yeah. No, I, um, you know, it's, I think that like he knew what he wanted for Rocky three and he knew where Rocky one ended. Mm-hmm. And in order to, get well, I don't think point- he trusted the audience to know where Rocky one ended because he showed Rocky one. At the beginning of the movie. But well, anyway. but that's without talking about it. or with, I mean, yeah, you also got to think like home media was not really. Big at no, that I point. get I get what we're saying because yeah. we've said this before. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How how you do stuff back then. Yeah. Is a little bit different, you know. And so um, we can go a whole year with of like Endgame with Marvel because we've, we've all watched it over and over again. Yeah. We've all seen scenes, yeah. and you know. Yes. Yeah. A million ways to watch right. now compared. Um, but I think like, he was like, well, here's where one ended, but I want to make this story, the one that's going to eventually be three. Right. So how do I make those two? Like they don't meet and it's just like the transcontinental railroad. You got to like get them to meet in the middle. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And so like this movie is what joins the two of them into one. And so that's why I was saying at the beginning, I go, I don't think, I think this movie works because of the other movies. I don't think it works if this is the last movie. Correct. This is the last movie. It's just a rehash of the first one. Yeah. And that's the that's disappointing. Yeah. To me, it still it t- still takes it further than like something like I think it's a good movie. Yeah. It still takes it further than something like Evil Dead Two, where mm-hmm. Evil Dead Two is essentially a it's, copy it's, of Evil Dead. Yeah, Evil Dead the first one. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a, the same thing, but with more of a tongue in cheek take to right. it. Where Evil Evil Dead Three is just completely, you know. The, yeah. the season of the witch and it's just something completely different yeah you know army I mean? of darkness the army yeah. of darkness but yeah but i just call it the season of the witch of evil yeah. dead movies you know yeah 
Because it is something like we're just we're going to make our weird movie now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, way different than the others. Right. Yeah. But then let's bring Mr. T in in the third movie. And then he trains Apollo. And you know, yeah. it's all weird. And, um, yeah. But like, I don't even think that's that's the weirdness of it. Because I think uh, Rocky 3 holds. I think Rocky 3 has a little bit of an edge next to Rocky 2. Yeah. But it, it, the later aspects, like especially um, Rocky 5 and all that, ugh, just becomes more comical in a way. Well, okay. To me, this is the last one that I think the, I think the next movie, by that point, it's been too like, um, it's almost too well known. It's too like, you basically know exactly, you know what you're going to get. You know what Rocky is. You're familiar with the stories. You're familiar with all that. Like, I just think that, uh, I think it's too well known. Yeah. I think you know exactly what's going to happen. Rocky Three you know? is a little bit lighter than Rocky Two, and so it's funner. Yeah, to me. So I'm like, yes, agreed. Um, and then like it starts really getting you know when you start getting into four and when you start getting into, mm-hmm. I mean five is just, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> um, but then yeah. I don't know, like, I mean, it's, I'm glad they continued it with, like, the Creed. Very much so. And, um, from what I know, is the Rocky Balboa movie itself yeah. is supposed to be pretty good, too, as well. Uh, that's, see, I haven't seen yeah. that one. I, I think I'd only seen through five before. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, the Creed ones are supposed to be mm-hmm. really good, which, understandably. But I'm glad that, like, it still has the through thread with, like... right. You know, it's not right. There's a the reason why there. there's a reason why he was nominated for an Oscar for supporting actor in Creed. Yeah, you know what I mean because he's bringing an aspect of the character, um, and he's bringing it full circle, and it's you know something that has has standed the test of time. And I think, like you said, with the white collar aspect, with the the hero and the the downtroddenness of it of it all. I yeah. think that then you get that and then uh, combine that with Creed and Michael B. Jordan. I think that's a winning combination. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, why don't we talk about our five questions here? Mm-hmm. I'll start hacking into those a little bit. Sure. Uh, what do you think is the best part of this movie? Um, it's This is a very hard question. I've, I, I was going back and forth. Because obviously I know our questions now, but right, right, right. It, it, at one point, I said to myself, "You know, uh, Stallone, because it's Stallone." Um, at one point, I said the city of Philadelphia because of the aspect of the downtrodden or the white collar. But to me, Carl Weathers is underused in this movie. But what he does show to me is um, like a part that is pretty um, doesn't get enough credit because he's playing kind of not the villain, but he's playing the, the, the guy that's challenging Rocky. I don't know how, how you want to say it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. He, he kind of has the harder part to me yeah. in this movie. So I actually think that he, even though he wasn't in as much, I think he is actually my favorite part of this movie. Watching Carl Weathers, especially during that um, that scene with the press conference, 
where I'm like, oh, okay, he understands that if we're like, let's say Rocky Two was actually shot through the the aspect of Creed, Apollo Creed himself. Yeah, that we were talking about a different movie, right? Through his aspect. Yes. So it's almost like he's playing a different movie than than Sylvester Stallone, but he's doing it in a way that I think is not appreciated at the time. Uh, and I think that uh, um, is most important to bring the story further along. So my my answer is Carl Weathers. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I actually think not uh, Adrian. I don't think Adrian. No, I think like some of the things that made her pretty great in like the first one. They lost. Yeah, like it, she still has some of it, but like it's just so. Like there is, I think the the one of the things is like, there's so many other characters that we met in the first movie, mm-hmm. and I understand the first movie being very like Rocky centric, of course, but like I wanted to see more development from like Adrian, and you know Mick to some degree. Mm-hmm. I think we get enough of Mick, honestly. Like oh, we do, he, he we get plenty of him, but like around Apollo, around these other people, I wanted to see more of that. But knowing um, what three is, you get that later on. Yes. You know, yeah. so. Um, I will say that I think um, in, I think the the fight, like the, the main fight, mm. I really enjoyed. Mm. It's well I choreographed. So they, they choreographed this fight for months because you got to be careful. You know, you mm-hmm. don't really want to injure anybody. So seeing them do the fight, knowing how choreographed it is, I mean, it's really a well-done choreographed boxing match. Um, there is there is a little goof at the end of the ra- at the end of round two. Rocky and Apollo are like kind of go after each other mm-hmm. and look like they're pissed, and of course the audience at the fight is just still cheering and doing whatever. What they didn't realize was that. That was really Carl Weathers and and, uh, <laughs> and uh, Sylvester Stallone going after each other. They were really pissed because they got their choreography wrong, and as a result, ended up hitting each other a bunch of times, like really feeling it. Uh, and so they were pissed <laughs> because of that. Um, but like even then, you don't know, and partially that's because of the choreography. Mm. Partially, it's also because Sylvester Stallone was obsessive about how that fight scene looked. He edited and re-edited. Yeah, it took him like eight months, right? Yeah, it took him forever to get it just right. It doesn't feel like it. It feels kind of flawless. Yeah, it does. And and I think that it looks so flawless that you don't appreciate how much went into that. Um, And so I really think that that's probably the best part of the movie for me is that not just how good it looks by itself, but knowing all that went into it and how much care and how much like mm-hmm. practice and effort and everything went into it to make it look that way makes that even better for me. Okay. So we agree, Apollo, Carl Weathers. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah, well, you if you if you don't have Carl Weathers in that right scene, then no. That. So I yeah, you that. did. You agreed with me. Sure. Yep. Good. Uh, do you think this movie stands on its own? Um, yes. Kind, yes. Kind of. It's weird. It's um, a weird question with this movie. 
because I, I didn't think much of it until right now. <laughs> yeah. It, it feels weird because it's like, yes and no. Yeah. Because there's more of a, like, if this is the first movie that you're watching, there's some bits of Apollo that you're kind of missing. Yeah. That you need to know a little bit more yeah. about, not a lot. And then a little bit of the Adrian kind of quirks. But for the most part, there's really nothing that doesn't get brought up in the first five minutes of the movie that you can't just then watch this movie. Yeah. I'm going to say... So, it's kind of a yes-no. See, I'm going to say no. I think there's... I mean, there's some stuff you could pick up, but there's also, like, you miss out on all he had to go through before. How important it is that, like, Adrian is there. You know, like, seeing who is... They never explain uh, who Polly is otherwise. They never explain mm-hmm. a bunch of things. You don't know who Mick is or how he meets him or any of that that, like, kind of is important to the story later on. Um, there's a lot of things that you don't Yeah, but if, even if you don't, why, what's the point, though? Like, you don't need to, but it helps to benefit it does. the story. But that doesn't mean I still don't think it stands on its own. That's why I say yes, no. But yeah. I think you can still get through it. But mm-hmm. I mean, really, the movie—I don't think if I didn't know what was going on, I would be very disinterested in it. I think because I wouldn't know who. I mean, like I would still appreciate what I was seeing, but like I also wouldn't appreciate like Rocky's struggles as much. Like because mm-hmm. he comes out of it being like, hey, I got money, and I do this and this. At least in the first one, we got to see Rocky fight and do some other things early on. Right. Before all of that. Literally, he does not fight until mm-hmm. between the recap from the first one and Apollo right. Creed. Correct. Like, we don't go through yeah. that. And so, that's why I'm just yeah. like, eh, like it. I think it loses a lot. Like, you don't get, like, the rise and fall. You just get, he's sure. at the top and falls. So you agree with me? Yes, no. So th- we no. agree on that one, too, nope. as well. No. Yep, we do. Oh, my God. You're going to be like this for all of these, aren't you? What? You're going to be like this for all of these. No, I just think we we have to go five rounds, Jeremy. Okay. Do we do. Does this make you want to watch the first movie? Uh, Yes. It makes me want to watch the first movie. It makes me want to watch um, Creed. You? I'm going to say no, just because I want to be opposite of you. Okay, so we agree on that one, too. <laughs> yes, I do. Want, oh, so we did you. agree. Yes. Yeah. It actually, it, it makes me want to go three through. Three for and, three. And we talked about doing this before. We wanted to just run through the series again real yeah. quick. And it does make me want to go through and, and watch those, even five. Look, I think they, there's enough in this movie to warrant two more movies. Yeah, you know if like three seems obviously we know that there's yeah, you know a fifth movie, but right. I think there's enough here to to go forward, and they rightfully so did. Yeah, and um, so I think I would enjoy them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I I think I would I'd probably go through and yeah three for three yeah whatever. Uh, reboot, continue, or cancel. Um, well, they've already have, um, but I feel like there could be, you know, I don't think we need much more. If they do, it needs to be more, not with Rocky and more with Creed, probably like Creed's son. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And move that forward. Yep. 
But uh, yeah, I don't think we need Rocky anymore. It's just Stallone's a little old. And um, I think that we just need more of passing the torch and making sure that, that, you know, the younger generation is more invested in the stories. I I don't know. What do you say? I want a reboot about Clover Lang. Okay. So we're four for four. (laughs) Exactly what I said. The movie Polly. Sure. No, with the with the parrot. Oh, gotcha. Which is where Rocky's friend Polly gets dies reincarnated <laughs> as a parrot. Um, voiced by Jay Moore. Um, oh my god. <laughs> saw that in the theaters. Don't know why, but I did. Don't know why you've seen and, a lot of movies in the and the, and the girl from the Pepsi commercials. What girl from the Pepsi commercials? With like the I, dimples. I don't remember what her name was. Oh, I'm getting her confused with the Noxima girl from the '90s. With her curly hair. Anyway. No. No. Yeah. She was one. She was like in a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, but... but uh, no, the... Uh, I'm with you. Like, I think that... Like, I don't want to keep going the Rocky route. And really, like, mm-hmm. to then go and be like, hey, it's, you know, Rocky Jr. I think would be, like, a little too on the nose. Like, I'm ready for... If it's going to continue to continue yeah. Creed. Even that I'm ready for, and I don't necessarily mean to say um, that, uh, what's that Hillary Swank movie where she was the boxer, but why uh-huh. not a girl boxer? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who says that they, and I'm not trying to be woke about it, but like, why not like have more inclusion in these movies and not necessarily yeah. be, you know, all masculine yeah. in that aspect. And be more gender fluid in that. Again, not trying to be woke, people. Woke. Well, honestly, after we get done with, like, if if Creed gets three movies, I don't even know if it'll do that. But I don't really think it will. I think it's okay just ending it. Like, I don't need yeah. to keep going with it. Yeah. What? What's that Hillary Swink movie? Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Baby. Yeah, I don't know why I couldn't Malusha. remember that. Malusha. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm four for four. Okay, go ahead. Great. Some yep. of your experience in two words. Oh, my two words are check hook. Check hook. Yeah. Check hook is a counterpunch designed to catch an aggressive fighter as he's moving forward on the attack. This punch is thrown like a traditional hook, but involves the simultaneously stepping back and timing the opponent as he comes forward. Now, I bet you're going to say check hook too, right? Um, well, I was going to say check hook but mine is spelled c-z-e-c-k oh you knocked me out oh four for five wait what did i say oh you won (laughs) c-z-e-c-h hook because uh the the check hook is like everything you said but they scream check word while doing it (laughs) 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 feed him a boss All right, so I think we're good. Oh, so those were check. The, <laughs> no, no I want words. real you two want words real from you. Words? Yeah, um, I gave you a real term. I know, but why did you give me that one? Because it's a counterpunch designed to catch an aggressive fighter as he's moving forward on the attack. This punch is thrown like a traditional hook, but involves simultaneously stepping back and timing the opponent as he comes forward. 
Do you not understand that? This means that's okay. You want me to explain it to you? No, I fine. No. Here, I'm going to explain it to you. A yeah. counterpunch designed to catch an aggressive fighter. Okay, so a, an aggressive fighter like Apollo, uh, as he's God. moving forward on the attack, God. this punch is thrown like a tr- yep. traditional punch. Rocky won the traditional punch, but involves it simultaneously stepping back, which is what they did when Rocky went back into his white collarness. And timing the opponent as he comes forward, which he was using with from going to his right fist to his southpaw. Boom. A carbon copy of the first movie, but yet moving forward into what we later know as the Rocky franchise. That's why it's check hook. Great. (laughs) Your Um, two words? I'm just going to say... Uh, you're just amazed by my yeah I totally am that's fine well, I I'm want thinking that. of it could you tell me what a check hook is again sure a check hook is a counter punch designed to catch an aggressive fighter me as he's moving forward on the attack you this punch is thrown in traditional hook our me? podcast which involves simultaneously stepping back because you can't think of two words and timing the opponent as he comes forward which is me trying to give you time to think of two words i'm sorry are you threatening to punch me if i can't come up with two words yes um every man hero every is every yeah every man's one word yeah, yeah, I, I agree yeah. with that. Can I still punch you though? No. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I dare you. <laughs> I'm not going to. You know that. <laughs> why? Yeah. Why every man or every man here? Um, because he is. He's. He is. I think he is the. He's. He's really our every man on this one, and um, I want to say like blue collar, but I don't think that defines it enough. As far as. Because it's beyond that to me. It's like anybody who has ever been like knocked down, has been had a hard time, has you know, whatever. Here's a person who struggled back against adversity. Mm-hmm. Like somebody who has been told he's not enough. Somebody mm-hmm. who's had struggled with issues and internalized them. Um, and you know, all too often mm-hmm. we let that make us bitter. We make us you know. We let it drag us down. Um, but with this character, like, he always, he perseveres. And even though, like, it may tear him up inside or it may hurt him or he may, you know, kind of internalize the hurt he's feeling with things, like, he pushes forward and he is true. Tr- he is absolutely, like, true to a fault. Um, you know, he is honest. He does what he needs to he believes in he believes in getting a fair shake he believes everybody should have a chance he mm-hmm. believes like you know we see so many times where he's training or he's talking with like people on the streets and people respond well because of that you know and so i think that like he's what we should aspire to be not necessarily a boxer or whatever but like when we tell when the world is telling us you know we're not enough or we're not good enough or we can't do something uh, and even worse, when we start telling ourselves that, that we need to fight and, you know, do the right thing mm-hmm. and, and be there for others and show people we love them and, and show uh, that we're not going to listen to those who drag sure. us down. That's exactly what check hook means. Is it? Yes. The, the verbatim. Yeah. It's exactly Sounds verbatim. Right. 
exactly what I said. Yeah. How so, is it what you said? What? How is it exactly what you so said? So this concludes our episode of The Deuce. Oh, wait. You want me to? No. Leave? Okay. No. I'm just joking with you. Don't. All right. No, you don't want me to? <laughs> no. Again, if you do want to watch Rocky, all the Rocky movies are on HBO Max. So go ahead and watch those during your holiday if you want to watch that. Uh, that's something to kind of keep you occupied. Uh, but other than that, I do believe you've been deuced. Where can people find us, Jeremy? Uh, people can find us at uh, thedeucepodcast.podbean.com. Oh, Adrian! Google Play, uh, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Um, you can find us on Facebook uh, and at, on Twitter at Deuce Podcast. Um, really, any place you typically find podcasts. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube, we're there as well. So um, just check us out. Um, also, you can find uh, us and our podcast mates if you look up the uh, hashtag AUN or look up at uh, Always Up Network. Uh, you'll be able to find us. All right. We'll be back next month, probably, right? With our December movies. Or maybe we'll be back next week. For another boxing movie. Who knows? Maybe yeah, who we'll do knows? boxing movies. Well, it's all up in the air, folks. It's like a, what they call a check hook. <laughs> all right. Uh, stay safe, everyone. And remember, the sequel is king. <laughs>